Yeah, so uh, last time we did this, we talked about um, cynicism and how, like, how to try to walk out of it. And yeah. a huge role, or a huge piece of that puzzle for me is to do with exploitation. And I think a lot about um, my faith and what it means and all that. I'm sort of, it's where my head lives. And always reevaluating and sort of um, wrestling with that. And um, I think it's useful to people that are um, believers and non-believers to think of sin as exploitation. That um, people that are non-believers still have a very clear concept of sin because you, they can tell when one is done to them. Um, so, but they don't wouldn't use that terminology because they're not people of faith. But there's still this obvious thing there. They know that it's a thing. It is very clearly um, a thing that all humans understand. But thinking of sin as exploitation, either of yourself or of someone else, and then that ties in the scripture that sexual sin is a sin against one's own body. Um, and yeah. sexual sin is like the last frontier of morality. You know, it's the place, the one last place where no one goes. And um, we think of the Bible's take on sexual um, morality as sort of like antiquated or somehow um, not really real to what it is to be a human. And um, I get that. Is that an ice cream truck? <laughs> I, I generally can't tell. But um, <laughs> what is that? Wow. Um, anyway, so, but I wanted to talk about. This is really for people that are single on a long-term basis because I was, before getting married to Elizabeth, I was single for like eight years or something. And that for most men, they're way down the rabbit hole of, of pornography. And the shame of that is not something that has to be impressed on them um, because it is natural. It's an inescapable reality. Even in movies, people that hook up, right after that, they'll immediately want to get away from each other. And that's this, like, acknowledgement of the dread or of the regret um, and sort of self-loathing that comes with exploiting your intimacy. And that, um, yeah, so during those years where I was a single person, I definitely did go down the rabbit hole of pornography. And then, so, both trying to not do that and to swear it off completely just did not work to like try to um, sort of turn off that part of who I was is something that I attempted to do multiple times and it just never worked the thing that did work is continually trying to pull back the sort of vulgarity of of the content and to try to get it to be more and more tame continually making it more and more tame and this goes back to a thing he said or that um I heard a, a comedian say, and he's not a believer or anything, but he just said that he was so into, he was so down the rabbit hole of pornography that things that should be very sexually, like, attractive to him weren't anymore, and so he thought that was really off, and so he pulled back on pornography just for that reason. Right. Forgetting the morality, he just said the fact that these things are no longer, like, arousing like they should be means that something is going wrong in my brain. My brain right. is like, I'm, go I'm too far in. And, um, and so, yeah, so kind of 
taking that to be a, um, a truthful thing, that you can get to where all these things that should be sweet little additions to life in their right place, now there's no joy from them. And to the extent you participate in exploitation, you will have existential dread. You will have self-hatred. And again, to remove the morality from it, it's sort of like feeding eggs to a chicken. You know that the thing that you're cheapening is the thing that you are. So when you cheapen it, you can tell that it cheapens you. You know that when right. you throw it away, that it right. throws you away. And that goes back to the scripture of sexual sin being a sin against your own body. Yeah. All right, so exploitation. That's a big added thing to this whole sin thing. I never had anybody put that together. The whole exploitation of self and others. I like it. It's big. I think that's this a big what... thing. And also, this narcissistic thing where you, you can't get yourself off your mind. Garbage. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's yeah. just, the selfishness is so unhealthy. It's just, it really is. Positive. So Positive, or, neg positive or negative. You know? Right. Right. Um, so. And I think it's much more common to be negative, to have a big fish, small pond scenario with negative traits or yep. negative actions that you have done. And you can't see anything but the negative that you've done. Right. Meanwhile, the world spins just the same if you died, so um, it's just not right. really that big a deal. I can see why jail is such a bad thing, because you're forced to sit there and think about what you've done. <laughs> so yeah. that's not good, you know? Yeah, that is I amazement, mean, yeah. And that's why I think, you know, this on, whole... On to that topic, thing. let's talk about isolation. If you just isolate, you are essentially doing what the prisoner is doing. Right. You that's are good. going through the punishment that they, he is going through. That's good. I agree with that. But I mean, to it's the not good, but I understand yeah, what yeah. you're saying, but meaning, to, yeah. Ten four. But but exploitation and dread are hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. 